This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, I know we have uh, listeners all over the country, but I'm not sure how many we have in Berkeley, California. That's my question. Do we have any in the Berkeley area? Because I'm putting the call out. Uh, our guy, Billboard Chris, we talked to him a couple of weeks ago. I, I went and hung out with him in the Boston, on Boston Common for this very reason, to see if he might need some backup. Uh, as I explained, when he uh, made an appearance on Boston Common with his billboard, with his sandwich board, uh, claiming that uh, kids can't consent to uh, sex change surgery or puberty blockers. And he's generally shows up looking for a good debate, a discussion. He had a couple while I was there, but there was no real tension. There was nobody looking to fight. And uh, so I was a little disappointed because I thought there might be some Antifa scum. They tend to uh, follow him around and uh, attack him, but they didn't show up in Boston. It was a good crowd uh, as it was the unveiling of the uh, absurd Martin Luther King statue. So it was generally uh, a bunch of African-Americans and politicians and nobody was looking to fight. So it was, it was a nice event and it was good to hang out with Chris. Then the next day he appeared at Boston children's hospital. He had about 40 people on his side and no counter protesters and no Antifa scum showed up, which I guess is good. Well, it didn't work out that way for him yesterday in Montreal. And today he's appearing in Berkeley, California, and he's expecting some counter protesters. But this is what our friend Chris, Billboard Chris, Chris Elston, a, uh, a hero in my eyes, a guy who has devoted his life to defending children from unnecessary surgeries and puberty blockers, just the barbaric... Uh, treatment that we give to confuse kids. The trans mob is, is, uh, and, and which includes medical professionals, doctors are pushing these kids into, to get surgeries, to get double mastectomies, to get on puberty blockers. It's madness. And Chris has brought it to light Chris and, and a few other people. And I think they've kind of introduced the debate and, and shine the light on this, uh, on this madness. And uh, it, uh, there's some people that just don't like it. The trans mob does not like when you uh, tell the world what they're up to. Uh, and uh, they try, they generally try to stop them, shout them down, kick them off campus. And fearlessly he stands there and welcomes the debate. Well, yesterday uh, in, uh, and he's Canadian and he's back in his home country. He was in Montreal and he got attacked on the street and there wasn't really, doesn't appear to be too many people there to defend him. This guy has, I, I, I don't, I mean, he must have to check his balls in the overhead overhead compartment. He has huge ones. He goes out there knowing he'll be attacked. Generally it's just some skinny, scrawny Antifa scum yelling at him. Uh, this was yesterday. This was last night in Montreal uh, we'll watch it, but uh, I just want to put the call out because today he's going to show up in Berkeley, California at the University of California. Talk about going into the belly of the beast and it's probably going to get wild and he's probably going to need a little backup. So if you're in the area, uh, show up, show up to support our friend and uh, our hero, Billboard Chris, because he might need some help. This is what happened uh, last night. In Montreal, we will uh, show you the video and uh, show you the result uh, of the uh, 
confrontation he had with a couple of uh, scumbag counter-protesters who are determined to mutilate children. Chris is trying to help kids, save kids. These people want to hurt kids. Go ahead, play this, Ironhead. I can't even tell. Is that a woman? No. One of them appears to be a woman, but you never know. Here's a guy clubbing Get Chris with an orange cone. No cops anywhere to be found. I uh, texted with Chris and he said the cops the cops were not there. The cops didn't be there. Have any interest in it's, all he's doing is peacefully standing on a sidewalk with his billboard, looking to have conversations, looking to defend children from uh, these these barbarians. I'm bleeding. There, there he is, bleeding, bleeding from the mouth as a guy beat him with an orange cone. What does he do? He goes to his hotel, cleans up a little, gets on a plane, and heads to California, where he will be today. So we'll be watching that, rooting for Chris as always, and hoping somebody, hoping more than more than one, one or two people, hoping some people show up and have his back. Because he's doing God's work. These are these people are scum. Same scum who blew up uh, Atlanta. Same scum that assaulted police officers in Boston. These are these vile, scrawny, entitled punks in Antifa. And they hate people who are protecting children. They want to mutilate kids. Chris wants to save kids. So if you're in the area, show up. All right, we got lots more to get to. I just wanted to get to that because it just happened last night. And uh, he said he's it's not going to deter him. He's heading to California. God bless him. It's it's easy to go to Tennessee or, or uh, you know, Alabama. You go to Berkeley, man. You got to be ready to fight. And Chris is. He's a big guy too. He's he's not. He's tall. He's thin. He looks like a pretty good athlete. I'm sure he could handle himself. But when you got four or five of these scumbags and you're by yourself, what are you going to do? You you know, call the cops. They don't show up in a place like Montreal, hopefully they show up in a place like Berkeley and Chris is okay. But, uh, we got, we got much more to get to today. We got, uh, we got, we got some great stuff here. Joe Scarborough, uh, uh, whining because he forgot to get his fourth booster. We gotta, we gotta get into this. Cause every time I do this, I look at you Ironhead, and I say, it's amazing that when we talk about this, the smart one, the smart one in this room, the smart one, Overall, is 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 Ironhead because he never ever considered getting the the vaccine or the booster or the other booster or the other booster, and we've reached a turning point. I can't help but we've talked about this for three freaking years. It amazes me when I see or hear people still pushing the vaccine. I see TV commercials. God knows Pfizer sponsors every friggin' TV show, every game, everything is sponsored by Pfizer and they haven't made enough billionaires on the Pfizer board. They're still pushing it. We know, we know, we know there are big tech companies still protecting Pfizer, still pushing the vaccine, despite the fact that we have overwhelming evidence. And it's certainly come to light since uh, Elon Musk opened things up on Twitter, but we hear from doctors, Dr. Robert Malone and Jay Bhattacharya, Bhattacharya and uh, Peter McCullough explaining the dangers, the side effects, 
the, the, the risk that young, particularly young males take uh, when they get the vaccine, which is utterly unnecessary for them. The idea that we're still pushing it. If you want to push it on 80 year old obese people, okay, I, then you could still cling to that, that you just want to help the elderly, the obese, the, the vulnerable. But when you're pushing it on kids still to this day, which is what the Biden administration, which is what uh, Fauci and company are doing, we have reached peak madness. It's time to move on. It's time to just let people make their decision. If they want to go to go to CVS and get their vaccine, go ahead. But stop pushing it on kids. Stop ignoring the side effects we, we, we've learned. We, it's out there. There's, there's plenty of evidence that the risk is not worth the reward or even close for, uh, for kids, for young people, for healthy people. And you still have like nut jobs, like, like Joe Scarborough, who, who, was on, who was lamenting the fact that he, he didn't get his fourth booster and he got COVID and it just knocked him for a loop. I, I don't think Joe Scarborough believes this. I don't think he believes that he should have gotten the fourth booster and now needs the fifth booster and needs to get boosted every, I don't think he believes it. It's just become the, the, the accepted thought process of the, uh, of the administration. And if you support the administration, you know, if you, if, if you're with Biden and you're against the, the, the anti-vaxxers, then you have to play along. And we have people still playing along. Um, can we listen to Joe? This was, I believe, two days ago. Joe talking about how he got COVID. It just killed him because he didn't get his fourth booster. And then he reacted today, I believe, to the criticism, to the mocking and ridicule he got, explaining that, you know, everybody needs their fourth and fifth booster. And I'm sitting there going, Joe, you got to read up, pal. I know you're a, I know you're a Biden stooge, but you really have to read up. You can't keep forcing this on people. This 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 risky it's not even a vaccine, this risky treatment. By the way, he compares it to a flu shot. Flu shots aren't vaccines. Nobody ever claimed a flu shot was a vaccine. They claimed the COVID shot was a vaccine. It just doesn't stop COVID. <laughs> One little <laughs> issue here but let's watch joe and then we'll get to bill gates you no, know that it stops you know, hearts what's that i said it doesn't stop the covid it stops hearts <laughs> it's i it, it the the idea that you would risk it if you're a 25 year old healthy healthy person risk your heart risk the side effects is insanity and yet they won't give it up it's like, despite the evidence, they won't give it up. It's like masks. The Biden administration is pushing, is appealing, and they want to force people to wear masks on on uh, on airplanes again. Why? Can can someone explain? I need to I need to talk to somebody about this. Why would you do that? It makes I understand they want control. They like the idea of forcing you to wear. A, a unnecessary piece of cloth over your face because it, 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 they like the control. They like mandates, but it doesn't do anything except, except manipulate mush-minded, simple-minded fools. I still do this. I, every day I, I'm out in the city, and yesterday I was uh, jogging through the MIT campus, 
I used to think when I went through MIT, I was surrounded by some of the smartest people in the world. I don't feel that way anymore because half of them, at least half of them, are wearing masks outside. MIT students. What is what has happened in their brains? They know it doesn't do anything. I understand it's a virtue signal. It's look at me. I'm I'm still trying to keep everybody safe. But I wonder, do they maybe they're in a little bubble and they're studying whatever chemical engineering and they're not reading up. They're not paying attention. But why, why, why does someone put a mask on outside? Some of them are like walking alone outside. And I want to stop. I haven't, but I am so tempted to stop and ask politely, you know, what are you doing? Why are you wearing that thing? Who told you that works? Who told you that prevents COVID? It doesn't. And we've known that for, I don't know, a year and a half. Uh, and, and the idea that the administration, I realize it's not Joe Biden, but the, the people in the administration want to force travelers again to mask up, which creates all kinds of tension. That's, you know, half the fights we saw on airplanes over the last two years were over masks. We saw two-year-old autistic children being kicked off airlines for not masking up. Why do you want to bring that back? It just baffles me. Can't we just drop it and move on? You could keep pushing, you know, the, 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 the shots if you want. I understand that why you do that. It makes money for, for Pfizer. It makes money for big pharma. That's the reason I understand. It's, it's cynical. It's, 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 it's crazy, but why push masks? Why? It's just, I can't really come up with an answer, but let's watch Joe Scarborough. And then we'll get to doctor, professor, scientist, uh, epidemiologist, virologist, Bill Gates, who is going to uh, throw in, throw in the towel, wave the white flag. And if, if Gates has given up on this, why doesn't everybody, I don't get it, but let's watch uh, the morning schmo and his little honey, by the way, <laughs> someone explained to me this, uh, we know the guys, the, the Amy Rohrbach and what's his name? Holmes, the hosts of uh, whatever it is. Good morning, America. I don't even know whatever morning show they hosted. They got suspended for having an affair. They're on the air together. They're both getting divorced. They're hooking up. Why are they in trouble? But Joe and Mika can just go on blissfully carrying on and rubbing each other's legs under the desk. I don't, I, what, what's the difference? Why is one couple who hooked up essentially on the anchor desk. Why is one of them okay and the other is not? What's his name, Josh Holmes? What's the guy, I've never even seen the two of them on the air together, but they were both married. They both left their spouses. They both, they hooked up the, you know, the, the, the gossip columnist, TMZs and New York Posts have found them, you know, going the little weekend getaways and they've caught them on the street, you know, hugging and kissing. And it's a big scandal. Why isn't Joe and Mika, why was that never a scandal? Why do they both get to dump their spouses and hook up and show up to work the next day like nothing matters? But anyway, I guess it's uh, maybe they're, uh, they don't get good ratings, but somehow they have become superstars, Joe and Mika. That's, uh, you know, they kind of, they're there. They're, they're kind of the mouthpiece for the Biden administration. When you want to know what's going on in the administration, you listen or watch Joe and Mika, but 
Joe doesn't believe any of this. Joe was a Republican congressman. He was a conservative. He flipped because he hates Trump. And now he, you know, he sounds like, he, he sounds like, uh, you know, some New York Times. He sounds, sounds like Paul Krugman or, or uh, I don't know, uh, some other crazy liberal. Uh, sounds like Rachel Maddow every day. But let's listen to him talk about skipping the, uh, skipping the booster and the price he had to pay. Go ahead. On you know, it's interesting. I, I had not gotten my COVID uh, booster. Mm-hmm. Um, Which one? The fourth. The fourth. Yeah. Because, you know, we went to London, <laughs> then got COVID. COVID, yeah. Got completely knocked down for a while. Yes, you did. Uh, yeah. Months. Exactly. Well, I wouldn't say months. You were knocked down for months. Months? Yes. Yes, dear. I wouldn't say months. No, it was a long time. <laughs> so anyway... Weeks. Let's take just no, weeks. It was weeks. I, I, I was fatigued for a long it time. Took three months. I'll say it's very interesting, though, uh, because the, the, we're, we're learning a lot more about what, what your your resistance to COVID may be. Yeah. I, what was that? Back in September, uh, just got got uh, my checkup and uh, the antibodies are like at 100 percent right now. Interesting. So for for it, it kind of works out. But again, we found out that we found out the boosters, the vaccines, they don't stop the disease, but they certainly do make a big impact. Instead of me being down for a month right. with fatigue, if I'd taken the booster, I would have probably sneezed and said, what was that? And kept going. Exactly. That's the difference. And so I love when people go, oh, I'm not going to accuse the difference. So you still get COVID. If I you know. Get the, no, that's that's, that's not the purpose of it. That's never been the purpose of the flu shot. It's so it builds up your resistance, just like actually getting COVID builds up your resistance. Exactly. So keep you from listen. So do yourself a favor, right? And get off the websites that Chinese religious cults are, 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 are putting as a front so they can get a stronghold in America and in your mind and, and get yourself a booster shot. Get yourself a booster. He skipped his fourth booster and, and thus COVID kept the crap out of him. He had it for months. I mean, he went to work, he breathed all over everybody for months. Uh, It is amazing. There's nobody uh, who didn't get the booster, who didn't get the, the shot. Nobody I know who sits back and says, damn, why didn't I get the shot? Those days are over. If you're old and, and, and obese, again, get the shot. If it, if, if it helps you're at all, good. God bless you. Uh, but the people, the young people, the people who are getting myocarditis, who are suffering from the side effects, uh, they, they can't listen to someone like this. It's just Joe Scarborough does not know what he's talking about. He's just spouting, <laughs> spewing the talking points. And if, he, if you're not convinced by Joe... Bill Gates is the single biggest proponent of vaccines. We've been listening to him for three years. We know he's a, he's a monster. He's a monster. He does. He, 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 I mean, we could sit here all day and talk about things he's done, buying up all the farmland and then telling people to stop eating meat and eggs and uh, sending billions to Africa to promote abortion. Those are his causes. He's he's a monster, Uh, but he has, Somehow, somehow he became an authority on COVID, a software engineer, a computer guy, became an authority on COVID and never missed a chance to tell everyone, get the, get the vaccine. And if you don't, by the way, you'll lose your job, you know, kicked out of school, kicked out of the military, whatever. He, he was all in on the most draconian, drastic measures to force the vaccine on people. This is him the other day, casually just casually chatting and saying, you know what? 
it doesn't actually work. <laughs> him, him talking casually with his fellow scientists. Right. Scientist Bill Gates. How do we, how does, by the way, how does this guy who's got the, he's got the SBF, he's got the man boobs going, the big gut. He, he looks, wrong with that. He looks sickly and he's an authority on public health, on nutrition, on living a healthy life. Why, why would anyone listen to Bill Gates? You want to tell me about uh, whatever software, computers, I'll, I'll listen. Well, why am I listening to Bill Gates talk about the science of, the, of epidemiology, of virology? Why, why? I mean, there are plenty of scientists out there. You can see some of them on Twitter now. You couldn't. They were shut out. They were silenced for two years while he, no authority on any of it, he got to speak whenever, wherever, and somehow people listened. But let's listen to him this week, I think. Do you, do you have a date on this? It was, just, it was just the other day. And he just casually talks about how it's not really working. <laughs> Go ahead, play it. Anyway, so antibodies, antivirals. We think we can also have, very early in an, ep an epidemic, a thing you can inhale uh, that will mean that you can't be infected, uh, a blocker, an inhaled blocker. We also need to fix the three problems with vaccines. The current vaccines are not infection blocking. Uh, they're not broad. So when new variants come up, you lose protection. And they have very short duration, uh, particularly in the people who matter, which are old people. And every one of those things is, is fixable. Uh, in fact, doing that work is going to help vaccinology very, very broadly. They, they don't stop the transmission. That is Bill Gates, a guy who would, it was all in on, you know, locking you in your home like the Chinese did if you didn't get the vaccine. No, just casually saying, we now know it doesn't work, but we can fix it. We can fix it. And then you'll need your 73rd booster. I, I hope one of the lessons we've learned is, uh, don't listen to Bill Gates. Bill Gates, by the way, who wait, I forget the number. What was it? 27 trips to Petalfile Island with uh, 35. He had many, many dozens of you're, trips. You're thinking of uh, Bill Clinton. That was 27. I think he was in the 30s. <laughs> he was in the 30s. Uh, it is amazing. That That's a scandal I'm looking forward to. Uh, it has to break at some point. We have to see the list, the travel log for Epstein's uh, friends, but Bill Gates' wife left him because of his obsession with Pedophile Island and going to a place, I'm not saying I know what he did there, but going to a place where underage girls were raped. That's, he, he liked, liked hanging out there. It was nice. The weather was good. They had, they had great yoga classes. So Bill Gates went there and they, uh, you know, probably worked. He's such a healthy guy. He ate, ate some healthy food and, and did some yoga and meditated and, he barely noticed those 14-year-old uh, Russian hookers. Uh, but someday we'll get to the bottom of the F, uh, Epstein Island scandal, and I look forward to it. But, oh, one more thing on this. No big deal. Just the U.S. military chasing the people, the service members, soldiers, the Marines, that they kicked out of the service for their bonuses. They paid guys bonuses to re-up or to sign up. And then they kicked them out of the military because they wouldn't get a vaccine that didn't work. So you think they'd say, you know, you can come back to the military. We're sorry. We, we didn't mean it. It didn't really, it, it wasn't fair. Uh, this, is from, uh, this is from Fox News. U.S. service members who were fired for refusing to comply with the Pentagon's COVID vaccine mandate 
are now being forced to pay back their original recruitment bonuses, which they tell Fox is a, quote, kick in the face after years of dedicating their lives to the country. One former Army soldier, he was fired for refusing to get the vax last May. He said he would have to pay back his original bonus upon termination from the military because he didn't complete the contract. He didn't complete the contract because you kicked him out, which was madness at the time. The soldier, and it's not, listen to this, the soldier signed a contract with the Army for six years and got a $7,000 bonus. He fell short of the six years. The military notified them that he owed the government slightly more than $4,000. So they're chasing soldiers and Marines for $4,000. By the way, while sending $267 million uh, tanks to Ukraine, we're sending Abrams tanks to Ukraine, uh, which is, we've already sent $110 billion to Ukraine. We'll get to that. We'll get to Zelensky with three Ys. I spell it with three Ys now because I'm so, uh, I'm so committed to Zelensky. Zelensky. Uh, you could tell by how many Ys someone uses, by how much they love Zelensky. If it's just one Y, no, you're, you're a Putin, Putin puppet. If you have three Ys, that means you're all in on Ukraine. You have a lapel pin. You have a flag on your Twitter bio. But they want a guy who did who was six years, seven grand. That's what he got. And they want to get four of it back after kicking him out. He didn't want to leave. They kicked him out. We kicked out tens of thousands of people for not getting the vaccine that Bill Gates just admitted doesn't work. This is just insane. And we don't, it doesn't get enough attention. It just amazes me that we're still doing this. We're still, and these are the healthiest young, young studs, the last people who need this vaccine. And yet if they don't get it, you're gone. And then we find out that the army, the Navy, the Marine, they're all coming up well short of the recruitment goals. No one will sign up. It's weird. They, they won't sign up because even though they're being forced to get a vaccine and they're being forced to use the proper pronouns of the commanding officer and we're forced to you know, study CRT and other nonsense or being forced to go to Ukraine and fight for, uh, for BlackRock and Morgan Stanley. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. But uh, I, it feels like at one at one moment, it feels like we're past this. We're through with this. We're done with masks and, and forced faxes. And then the next minute, they're kicking guys out of the military still and uh, trying to bring back mask mandates on airplanes, which I understand, again, that the Biden administration loves mandates. They love forcing things on people. But why would you want this? Why does any, you want to wear a mask? Go nuts. It's legal. Get 17 and 95s, wear a gas mask. Why do you want to force two-year-old autistic kids to do it on airplanes? Just insanity but uh, I right, let's get we'll get to uh, uh, we'll get to Zelensky and we're going to tell you about what happened at midnight to, to Newsmax it's an outrage again I said this early in the week at one moment it feels like things are changing that sense common sense is returning to the uh, public sphere and the next minute they're deplatforming Newsmax at the request of Nancy Pelosi just utter insanity and we're going to tell you why the classified documents 
found in Joe Biden's possession or all over Joe Biden's houses and garages and offices is worse than the classified documents found at Mar-a-Lago. And by the way, at uh, Mike Pence's house. Oh, by the way, we got the good Trump and the bad Trump on display yesterday. Uh, And we'll get into that. And the Boston Globe, you're not going to believe it. The Boston Globe in service to the trans mob, which is their most loyal, which is their target audience, uh, rewrote a police report. I, I've, you know, spent a few, few years in the field of journalism. I'm just going to tell you, this is wildly unethical, which is par for the course for the, uh, Boston globe. Uh, we'll get to all that, but first a recession proof investment without compromise. European American Armory Corp or EAA Corp has specialized in providing high quality, innovative and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. market since 1990. Choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun or competition pistol, EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact carry or full size in three popular calibers. First time gun owner, no problem. EAA Corp all-in-one 9mm MC9 striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There's a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today from EAA Corp. EAA Corp says get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of your hard-earned money. Visit eaacorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. All right, let's do good Trump, bad Trump. You want to do good punt, good Trump, bad Trump here before we get to Zelensky? Uh, good Trump, as you probably know, uh, Mike, they found, Mike Pence found classified documents in his home which is great news for Joe Biden. Uh, just kind of the, the defenders of Biden, the usual Biden stooges, lick spittles, the last few days have decided on a new strategy. It's we have too many classified documents. We have more than a billion classified documents and we overclassify, which means these things happen. They end up in garages. They end up in offices, which are funded by the Chinese Communist Party. It happens to everybody. That was their case because they knew the scandal was much worse for Biden than it was for Trump. Trump's were in one place. They were locked up. The Secret Service was protecting them. Trump only had them for uh, a year. Biden had them for many years, at least six years, perhaps as much as 50 years. Uh, And he had them all over the place. And he had them in places that were clearly not secure. So the strategy became, hey, it happens. It happens to everybody. And playing right into that is Mike Pence, who said, oh, what do you know? I have some in my Indiana home. This, by the way, after scolding Donald Trump, when when asked about it in October, November about Trump, he said, oh, that's wrong. You shouldn't be taking classified documents. And now Mike Pence uh, can eat those words because uh, they found him. But and I expected when I heard the story, I said, Trump's going to kill him. He's going to just kick him in the head and, and mock him and ridicule him. But no, Trump, and I don't say this often, took the high road. <laughs> Donald Trump yesterday 
on True Social after it was learned that uh, classified documents were found in uh, Pence's Indiana home. By the way, these guys all have these mega mansions. Mike Pence, and I realize he's uh, spent a, he was in the private sector. He was a, he was a radio talk show host, but he's been in politics for years. Big, and, and, and it's Indiana, but big mansion. Not as big as Biden's various mansions, but these guys all live in, in just big, swanky homes. Quote, Mike Pence is an innocent man, Trump posted on True Social. He never did anything knowingly dishonest in his life. Leave him alone. <laughs> I was shocked. I, Pence criticized Trump. When Trump got caught, Trump defended Pence. That's amazing. That's the good Trump. The bad Trump and um, not a big deal, I guess. I guess. But it bothers me. It's just a sign of an insecure man. Trump claims he won the senior club championship at his golf course, Trump International, down in uh, Palm Beach. And you say, yeah, he's a good golfer. I believe he's a single-digit handicapper. I've seen him swing. He looks like he's a um, decent golfer for his age. I could see him winning the senior club championship. He didn't play. In the first round, <laughs> uh, he skipped the first round and went out and played by himself and cl- and gave himself a score of 40 using the Stableford method, which is a really complicated thing. I don't know why they do it, but uh, he had he, he, he would have, if that were official, and he claims it is, it was five shots better than anybody shot on Saturday, the championship round. I believe the players played Friday, Saturday. <laughs> He was busy Friday, so he went out Thursday, played, and claimed that that was an official score and claimed that he won the championship. Uh, He says, I competed against many fine golfers and was hitting the ball long and straight. The reason I announced this on my fabulous truth is that in a very weird way, it serves as a physical exam, only much tougher. You need strength and stamina to win, and I have strength and stamina. Most others don't. What? Oh, God, is this embarrassing. First of all, I played in club championships before in big tournaments. Not only is this cheating, this is just laughable. This is not even debatable. There's nobody who thinks this is okay. Nobody that thinks that he won this tournament. Nobody. I mean, you don't get six, you don't give someone a six-inch putt. You know, you don't let somebody, you know, play out a turn. People are sticklers when it comes to club championships particularly old guys who have never won before and they think they have a chance to win, they can get really, really competitive. You know, this is all you got left when you're 76 years old. You don't get to, you know, play other sports and win other championships. This is it. And Trump stole it from somebody. I'm not sure who finished second, but the guy who finished second, I don't know if he's a good sport. And it's not a big deal. It's probably, you know, some people probably think it's it's nothing. But isn't it a look into the, to the soul of a man of there's a book called uh, commander and cheat by uh, my friend, Rick Riley, my old sports illustrated colleague and Rick hates Trump and Rick's a big liberal, but it's funny as hell. And there are some things he did, which were funny as hell. There's a good story. Like he played with Mike Tirico and I don't think Tirico's a good golfer, but he thought he got onto a par five in two 
hit like his three, three wood or five wood. And he got on and he was all excited. He drives up to the green. He's like, where's my ball? And Caddy says, it's over there in the trap. Oh man, I missed the green. It's in the bunker. And then they finished the hole. And, uh, he says, I can't believe it. I thought I hit the green. I was all excited. I had an eagle putt. And the caddy says, you did. Trump kicked it into the bunker. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he just, he, and he plays really fast and he goes ahead of the group and he kicks his ball out of the rough and he, he cheats. And while it's not important, again, it's not a matter of, you know, world uh, historic importance or anything, but it is a sign. You do that. I question your character. And I've said that about Trump many, many times. He, he doesn't just cheat. He just cheats like constantly. He did not win the club championship. I don't know who the guy who is to finish second, but he should come out and say, I got robbed, but he's probably a friend of Trump. They probably laugh at it when he does these things, but that was the good Trump and the bad Trump on display uh, yesterday. And as I tweeted, Ron DeSantis would never do this. He would never cheat to win a club championship at a golf tournament. God, that is um, embarrassing. I'm not, I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for more crazy Trump. I know he's going to come back to Twitter and Facebook and he's going to tweet stupid stuff like this, that a golf tournament where he's on a cart is a proof, is a, is a, what does he say? Uh, this, this, uh, serves as a physical exam, only much tougher. You need strength and stamina to win a two-day tournament where you're driving the cart, which he, by the way, he drives like on the green on, on the, the tees. Yeah. <laughs> this proves that he has strength and stamina. Uh, I mean, obviously, he has more strength and stamina than Joe Biden, but uh, not uh, not Ron DeSantis. Sorry, but but anyway, let's uh, get to more important matters. Uh, we're all in on the war in Ukraine. Doesn't matter what, but you think what I think doesn't matter that people are more concerned about our own borders than Ukraine's borders. We're all in. We're sending, uh, how many Abrams tanks? Let's see. We got this. And uh, this is from, uh, CNN this morning. U S is finalizing plans to send approximately 30 Abrams tanks to Ukraine's to Ukraine, two U.S. officials familiar with the deliberations told CNN the Biden administration announcement to send U.S.-made tanks could come as early as this week. It's amazing. I mean, people aren't all in for this. We don't even know if Congress is uh, still supporting this. We don't know. It's just Biden administration uh, acting unilaterally. I shouldn't say unilaterally. Acting with those other government entities, you know, BlackRock and and uh, J.P. Morgan and Raytheon and Lockheed Martin, those other, their, their core constituency are supporting this. But the U.S. will also send a small number of recovery vehicles. Uh, re- recovery vehicles are tracked vehicles used to assist in the repair of tanks on the battlefield. Okay, quick question. Abram tanks, I'm sure they're very complicated. You think you can train a Ukrainian guy? To operate a, a, a Abram, operate an Abrams tank like in a couple of weeks. Do you think he can train them to get into these uh, recovery vehicles and go do repairs on an Abram? Oh no, that would require an American. Here's what's going to happen. Sad to say, but we're going to send tanks. We're going to send tank operators. We're going to send tank mechanics. And not all of them will survive. Get ready. That's coming soon. Aren't you excited? We're going to escalate things in Ukraine. And Germany 
is sending tanks into Ukraine too? And what could go wrong when Germany sends tanks into Ukraine? It just, it's, it's insane. It's utter, utter insanity that we're just escalating things. We're not talking about peace. We're not talking about a negotiating settlement. We're not talking about a ceasefire. We're talking about cranking things up and, and, and getting more involved. And this is why yesterday, I believe this was a meeting in, in Florida somewhere among, you know, masters of the universe. They're all done in Davos. So they're in Florida where it's warm and nice. And uh, Zelensky makes an appearance to speak before his, uh, his uh, financers, the people behind the throne. His who daddies. Are, uh, who are sugar daddies who are driving this insanity. He speaks in English, got that weird English voice, uh, England, whatever, that weird voice when he speaks in English. But listen to who he thanks. And by the way, who he doesn't thank. But listen to who he thanks for cranking up the war effort, for escalating things in Ukraine, for sending him tanks and more weapons and more missiles and Patriot batteries and everything else. He gets, we got to give him credit. I've criticized Zelensky a lot. I got to give him credit for candor. This is the most honest thing the man has ever ever said. He thanks JP Morgan and BlackRock. (laughs) Go ahead, play it. It is obvious that American business can become the locomotive that will once again push forward global economic growth. We have already managed to attract attention and have cooperation with such giants of the international financial and investment world as BlackRock, J.P. Morgan, and Golden Sachs, such American (laughs) brands as Starlink or Westinghouse have already become part of our Ukrainian way. Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan. (laughs) What? Uh, I mean, did he not get the script? You're not supposed to be that candid. Vladimir, but uh, he let the cat out of the bag, man. You know, most people looking at this can say, I'm more concerned with my border, our Southern border than I am with the uh, Donbass region. But uh, JP Morgan, they don't make any money. If we have a ceasefire, I guess they don't. Uh, Raytheon doesn't make any money if we don't send them more tanks and, and missiles and Patriots. Uh, so maybe he slipped up. Maybe he wasn't supposed, maybe he was supposed to do it in his language and not in English. And we were all supposed to wonder what he said, but he, uh, he let the cat out of the bag right there. But, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I gotta get to this. I don't know why this globe story makes me laugh, but, uh, this, uh, uh, as we know, the Boston globe is a joke. It is not a newspaper. It is a, uh, it is a left-wing uh, political newsletter, and no issue, no story, no issue today means more to the globe than the trans issue. They, they're not going to be happy till everyone transitions. Everyone must transition. They want every child to get sex change surgery and puberty blockers. They are all in on the crazy gender ideology, and as you know. If you listen to us, uh, a uh, the son of a prominent Democrat, U.S. Rep. and Democrat Whip Catherine Clark, a total moonbat, 
who gave who who has uh, instilled these values into her children, including hating the police. She has one. She has three sons. Her middle son is named Jared. He changed it to Riley. I don't know when, but he decided he was a trans. He didn't. He say he was an, an, a non-binary girl. I don't even know how that works. But anyway, he's a confused kid. He went to Middlebury, another indoctrination mill. Uh, he probably never stood a chance. I, I can't blame Jared. I mean, he was raised by lunatics. He went to the one of the craziest left-wing schools, and now he's out with Antifa, vandalizing uh, monuments in Boston Common and uh, taking swings at cops. Uh, he was arrested, Jared Riley Dowell, on Saturday. Uh, he was charged with assault and battery on a police officer and vandalizing an historic marker. Pleaded not guilty, out on $500 cash bail. He'll never do a day in jail. He's he's on the right side. He'll never, he doesn't have to worry about going to the, you know, going to solitary confinement or spending years in prison because he's on the right team. And uh, the Globe writes a story about it, as did everybody. They get the police report and they change it because the police referred to Jared as a guy. Uh, in the police report, it says, as one officer approached Dowell, he attempted to flee by flailing his arms and striking the officer. The Globe changes it to she attempted to flee by flailing her, and they put the her in little brackets, uh, her arms striking the officer. I'm sorry, that's not what the police report said. You're, a, well, you used to be a newspaper. You pretend to be a newspaper. You are a joke but you can't change the words of the cops when they report the crime. The Globe adds, Dowell was identified at the hearing by her birth name, Jared Dowell. Dowell was assigned male at birth, but has transitioned to female. First of all, does he look like he transitioned? He's just confused. He's not transitioning. He, he's a guy. He looks like he's, he's literally on his way to boot camp. <laughs> he got a nice, a good looking guy. I mean, he's wearing a pink shirt, but hey, he still looks like a guy. Dowell was assigned male at birth, says this alleged newspaper. I mean, honest to God, what a, what a joke. Assigned male. It wasn't assigned male. He's a male. He's a male. He's a boy. He has a penis. People don't have a, they don't struggle with that concept, Boston Globe. You can shove this insanity down people's throats all you want. I'm not sure who's buying it. It's a penny. I think it's like one cent to subscribe to the globe for like 10 years and still nobody, nobody subscribes after the arraignment Dowell and her lawyers hurried out of court without speaking to reporters said the globe. One lawyer said Dowell uses she, her pronouns before heading down a staircase, a signed male at birth. What a joke. Anyway, that's uh, the Boston globe's latest uh, ethical violation and just changing a police report. You can run the police report and then you could spew out all your gender nonsense all you want. You can't change the words of the cops who reported the crime. And man, if they put Jared in jail for a week, the globe will go nuts. And you know what will really send them nuts if they put him in a male, a boy's jail for a week. I hope I mean, obviously, there's no chance of that. His mother's already probably making phone calls. They, they, they have all the connections. They control the whole system here in Massachusetts. So it, it will be a 
upset of the century if he does a day in jail. But imagine if they make him go to a big boy prison for like a week. Mm. <laughs> It'll never happen, but uh, we can dream. And then the globe will just go nuts and say, he belongs with the girls because he was assigned male at birth. Oh, man, what jokes. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to quickly do this before I get to the Newsmax, the breaking Newsmax news. Um, if you want to know, it's very complicated, and I probably don't have time. Maybe we can get back into it tomorrow. If you want to know why the scandal, the classified document scandal for Biden is much worse, much more ominous than for Trump, is because of what's in it, what's in the documents. We haven't got to that yet, by the way. The uh, I think CBS reported or CNN reported that the documents found the documents that Biden stole and, and kept in his office, in his garage, pertain to Ukraine um, and China and the UK. But focus on Ukraine. Stolen documents, top secret about Ukraine. From Joe Biden, when he was vice president, he was in charge of Ukraine. And as we know, he was working on behalf of Burisma, the company who was paying his crackhead son, $83,000 a month. Obviously, this the whole thing is shady, to say the least. But the, uh, Miranda Devine, New York Post, uh, author of Laptop from Mel, has a fascinating piece on this. She includes a screenshot uh, of Hunter Biden's email, which was on the laptop, email to a friend, to a partner. And the thing is 1,500 words long, it, has, it is chock full of strategic details about Ukraine, stuff that you can't imagine Hunter Biden uh, even saying, let alone writing in an email. I mean, we've seen plenty of his emails. He's barely literate. He's on drugs. He's drunk. He's stupid. You know, he was kicked out of the Navy after like a month. He got a special uh, waiver to get in the Navy after the age of 40. His father, you know, pulled some strings. He was in the Navy for like a month. He was kicked out for doing Coke. I mean, he's just a total loser. So he's writing an email about um, Ukraine and you got to read it to believe it. Just a quick sample. He writes the strategic value is to create a land bridge for IU to Crimea. That won't directly affect Burisma's holdings, but it will limit future UK exploration and utilization of offshore opportunities in particular. It will also result in further, further destabilization of UK nationally and for whatever government is in power. And the US will respond with even stronger sanctions. Those sanctions will threaten the tenuous support of the EU, which does not have political will to incur steep energy price increases. Now, he not only could he not write that, he couldn't even understand that. And according to Miranda Devine, she makes a good case. Um, it, it reads like a classified document on Ukraine. So the theory is, you can buy it if you're not, that he had access. He used those stolen documents to advance his scheme in Ukraine. We know he made a fortune. We know his father held up a billion dollars in USAID for them before, uh, to, to, until they would fire the prosecutor who was looking into the company, Burisma, that he worked for. So if 
some of these classified documents were used by Biden's crackhead son and Biden's family to make money, then you have a scandal. I'm not sure just having classified documents when they all got them. And you know what? Trump's, I'm just going to guess, he took them, he he wasn't selling them to the Saudi Arabians or anyone else. He took them because he wanted souvenirs, keepsakes, like the Kim Jong-un note and other stuff. And by the way, he took them and he only had them for a year. Biden's had these things for decades. And if we find out the reason he stole some of these documents was to advance the family's fortunes overseas, the ill-gotten gains for this whole family, then you have a scandal. And then we can talk about impeachment. But that's why this is much worse, potentially, for the Bidens than for Pence or Trump. But there'll be more on that. Trust me, there'll be lots, lots more. It, it, now it all depends what's in the documents for all of the, for all three guys, what's in the documents. When we find that out, then we will know if we haven't indeed have a big scandal. All right, let me do Shay. And then I'm going to tell you about uh, this, another scandal, what they're doing, what direct TV has done to Newsmax, just outrageous. Well, it's the dead of winter, but that doesn't slow down Shea Concrete. They've got a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great values with designs that will fit your home. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the talk of the town, the envy of the neighborhood. Shea will take care of all this. They remove the old stairs. You don't want to have to do that yourself. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's not an expense. This is an investment in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you get a brand new front entrance. Go to SheaConcrete.com to learn more. Also, you can go there and look for a job. Right now, Shea is hiring. They've got between 15 to 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right, at midnight, um, Max was kicked off DirecTV, deplatformed by AT&T, which owns DirecTV. This is outrageous. I said this the other day that you felt like things were changing when obviously the Republicans took the House, uh, Musk took over Twitter. You felt like maybe the pendulum swinging and maybe the woke mob, the, 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 the deep state, you know, the establishment wouldn't be able to foist, wouldn't be able to uh, control everything soon. And, uh, you know, things were looking good for a while. Things were looking good yesterday. We may not get to it, but Kevin McCarthy kicked Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell off the uh, Intelligence Committee. And he went all in. Great job by Kevin McCarthy. But I got to get to this Newsmax thing because this is outrageous. Um, They kicked OAN off last year. They're kicking Newsmax off. It is strictly political. This is what Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats want. And obviously... This is a, a, a big corporation that's woke and they're, they're all in with the deep state, AT&T. Uh, DirecTV made $2.7 billion in profit last year. And they say they're cutting costs, so they don't want to pay Newsmax the fee, which is not a big fee. It's not like a CNN or, or Fox News fee. There are 22 news channels on DirecTV, 22 liberal news channels. 
there's one conservative now that would be Fox News that kicked off OAN, that kicked off um, Newsmax at midnight. Newsmax is the fourth highest rated cable news channel. There, there are, uh, what is there, 15 million subscribers who had access to Newsmax last night at midnight. They no longer do. Strictly for political reasons. This is insane. If you'd like to uh, express your displeasure with this, you can log on to IWantNewsmax.com or text TRUTH to 39747. 39747, text TRUTH. That... Uh, that's the way you can speak your mind or just tell you a congressperson because this is insane, utterly insane. Newsmax is not the biggest cable news channel, but it ain't close to the smallest. And you can still get, you know, News Nation and these other fringe cable channels, but you can't get Newsmax on uh, A&T, AT&T. Just nuts. You kind of thought we were done with that. We were done with these crazy, you know, authoritarian left-wing people, outfits, organizations forcing their way on us. But I guess not, but we'll see what happens. It's, it's insane, but uh, we will see what happens and we will leave it there for today. Uh, You know what? We'll we'll get to, we'll get to more on the, uh, the document scandal. It's just brewing. It is roiling. And uh, I'm looking forward to finding out what's in all those documents, but uh, we will leave it there for today. We didn't get to, uh, Kevin McCarthy's spitting fire about. Uh, I will say, if we play it tomorrow, it'll still be just as good. Yes, it will. Why don't, <laughs> why don't you cut it down? It's a little long. Cut it down. We'll play it tomorrow. Uh, it is funny listening to Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell whine about being kicked off committees when they are just the biggest scumbags. We're talking all about George Santos lying, and I understand he's a liar, he's a joke. Adam Schiff is a much more dangerous liar. Adam Schiff lied for years about the Russian hoax, claimed he had evidence, claimed the Russians were colluding with Trump. He knew it was a lie, and he just kept repeating it. That is a much more dangerous liar. They're both liars, but one is exceedingly dangerous and should not be on the Intelligence Committee, and Kevin McCarthy did the right thing. Hey, if he just did it for revenge, I'd support it. But he didn't. He did it for good reasons. And uh, I tip my shade concrete cap to you, Kevin McCarthy. But that will do it for today. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Kelly, and this is the Callahead Show. And we'll do it again tomorrow. Here tonight, shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.